Pushing the envelope right out the damned mailbox, this is yet another episode of The Firm and Fleshy Beware the Hairy Mango. In your drunken haste to find hairy man pornography, you have stumbled upon the week's best few minutes of entertainment for your non-existent dollar. And I know because I have seen so many of them not exist around these parts. Now sit your ass down and be dazzled. Today's pre-moistened program is brought to you by the heart-starting Good Magazine. That's G-U-D for Greatest Uncommon Denominator. Greatest Uncommon Denominator is an award-winning magazine publishing literary and genre fiction, poetry, art, and more, both print and PDF. Get a load of this. Good Magazine is like the best tickle fight you've ever had with naked people of whichever gender you prefer. There are pillows, too, and everyone gets hot fudge Sundays afterward. Suck it, the New Yorker. Try and beat that. Time is running out. Not for Good Magazine, but for you. Before you croak, click the link in the show notes or the aesthetically pleasing picture to the right on the homepage, or just type in gudmagazine.com. The stories don't get better, but the titles surely do. This week's tale of Daring Do and Doing Dare first appeared in another suggestively backlit rag known as Antipodean SF. Check these guys out. Ten of the flashiest of flash fiction stories each and every month. www.antisf.com.au Again with the show notes. To explain this week's story is to tell this week's story. I will explain in mere seconds, so don't burst anything. What I can tell you ahead of time is that it's about passions in orbit, a stirring in the pants. Passions in Orbit, A Stirring in the Pants by Matthew Sanborn Smith Once he discovered her, nothing could have stopped Canner from flowing to her around and through the orbital belt loops from which the world pants hung. Twenty-one stations from his own, Jenna woman the zipper. Through her multi-toothed gates, the waste of the planet gushed. Across the skies, Canner drove a thousand head of clove to feed her forests of ham. At her feet, he spilled one thousand mouths full of mango chutney to spread across her golden brown fields of toast. With him, he brought a thousand hues of tissue for her nosebleeds, which even now defied the most stringent coagulators in the system. MMR, warden of the right back pocket, grew green until he was red. No mere loop runner would have his way with a woman as fine as Jenna. MMR's resources were nigh unlimited, as the right back pocket was home to the world wallet. But the great warden was wise enough to realize that it would take more than mere money to woo this queen. It was the personalized gift that touched the heart, he knew. Amamar cut off his little fingers, ordered his minions to have them quick petrified gold, and sent the fingers to the Lady of the Zipper as the system's most elegant nostril stoppers. Jenna sent her love, but alas, conceded that their respective responsibilities were too great for them ever to leave their posts. Smitten, Amamar shot continent-sized trillion-dollar bills into space until the world had to tighten its belt to make ends meet. Slowly, the right back pocket drew closer and closer to the Zipper. Canner, though staggered by unrequited love, saw the world's doom taking shape before his eyes. Long before Pocket and Fly ever met, the planet they surrounded would be squeezed about the midsection until tectonic hernias erupted throughout the tropics, hemorrhaging magma until all life below and above was incinerated. No force known to man could cut through the magnificent world belt, but in a display of freefall acrobatics and ingenuity that still inspires bar and grill arguments to this day, Canner unbuckled the Gordian belt. The world pants fell away before they could tighten the equatorial waist to Armageddon. Along with them went Canner's rival and his one true love. With nothing else to live for and nothing left to lose, the loop runner sailed out of the gravitational pull that had been the only home he'd ever known and went in search of Jenna, knowing that those gold pinkies were heavy and bound to fall out soon. The world, having lost its pants right there in front of everyone, was absolutely mortified by the entire episode. 
If this show made you stain your pants, follow the link in the show notes to read it and other wonderful things not written by me at Antipodean SF. And then when you're done, go back to my neglected blog, also known as The Bloglected, or rub your greasy fingertips all over the screen right here at BewareTheHairyMango.com. Whisper sweet nothings in my rear on the comments for this post or demail me and take it all back at BewareTheHairyMango.com. Lavish me with tweets for the sweet by telling both your non-spammy followers all about this wonderful thing we're having here and how I'm even better than my show at Up With Gravity. If you don't know how to subscribe after me telling you 37 times now you don't get to be on the internet any longer ask a friend to make the glowy rectangle in front of you black and go climb into bed or subscribe through itunes and review me like seven other awesome and more conscientious people already have the mango is full of so much bullshit it will never need fertilizer again it looks to me for its sunshine but who doesn't what it needs from you is cold hard cash so it can keep Mrs. Harry Mango in nice things and maybe spring for a shave. Trouble yourself to hit that donate button and sleep easy tonight knowing you've made the world a better place, at least my little part of it. Or keep me on retainer by diddling the subscribe button right below the donate one and then I'll be forced to be your friend for life and be polite when I'm introduced to your boss at dinner parties. This podcast drizzles from a hot piping bag of love all over Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 3.0 Unported License. Here comes Matthew Sanborn-Smith saying too many cooks spoil the soup, but that's only because you haven't seasoned them properly. Good night. And other wonderful things not written by me at Antipodean SF. Antipodean. Oh, no fucking way. Antipodean?